This is a podcast from the South China Morning Post. Hi everyone, I'm Chua Kong Ho, tech editor at the South China Morning Post. I know this is not your regular host because our regular host, Zen Su, is on a well-deserved break. So anyway, earlier this month... It is Singles Day, as we mentioned. That's the world's largest 24-hour shopping event. And e-commerce giant Alibaba has already set a new record in terms of sales. 1.4 billion, that's with a B, dollars worth of consumer orders within the first 90 seconds. Millions of people waited for the clock to strike midnight to start clicking their way through the limited amount of items on sale. Commerce platforms across Southeast Asia recorded overwhelming sales on Singles Day yesterday. E-commerce platform Shopee said... No, Singles Day, you might have picked it up every year around this time from the news. People talk about how it's the biggest shopping festival on earth and so on. Now this year, more than 38 billion US dollars are spent in just a 24-hour period on Alibaba's e-commerce platforms alone. That's more than Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and Prime Day combined. But what really sets Singles Day apart from other festivals? Where does the name come from for a start? Why are people spending so much money on this one day that's not even a holiday? And is that Taylor Swift on Alibaba's Singles Day Gala? So, okay, um, where are we going now, Zen? We're going to the uh, Alibaba campus. <laughs> Sorry, I caught you like when you were so sleepy and you just. <laughs> I'm pretty sleepy. <laughs> um, now it is. For today's episode, our senior tech reporter Zen Su and producer Yang Yang spent this day at where it all began. It's, it is November 10th. 10 o'clock. 10.06 p.m. Yeah, and we are on the bus to the Alibaba campus. From the shopping extravaganza... The GME of 2019 W11 Global Shopping Festival has surpassed the RMB 268.8 billion, which equals to... To the annual celebration gala. We are going to quickly break it down for you and explain Singles Day. Singles Day is... Is, is kind of like the Olympics for brands and platforms because everyone has the chance to participate and compete. A disclaimer before we kick off. Alibaba is the parent company of the South China Morning Post. All right, stay with us. From South China Morning Post, this is Inside China Tech. Insights into what matters. <laughs> work for us because we are 996. Are you okay? I started Alibaba 1999 in my apartment. What's your problem? Speed and data. And that's where China comes in. Here's your host, Chua Kong Ho. It is 10.23 p.m. on November the 10th, so we are currently in the Alibaba headquarters in Hangzhou. And we are making our way to the media center where the countdown will take place. Countdown of what? Singles Day, the Singles Day shopping festival essentially starts at midnight today. Singles Day, or Double Eleven, as the name suggests, falls on November 11th every year. Because of all the ones in the date, some university students in the 90s started to celebrate being single on this day by getting something nice for themselves. 
In 2009, Alibaba picked up on this idea and officially launched what would eventually become the world's largest annual online and offline shopping event. Three. The name of Singles Day stuck, but now anyone can get in on the sales. Given China's massive population of about 1.4 billion people and its rising middle class that's increasingly using smartphones, it's helped catapult Alibaba's Singles Day revenues from just about $8 million in 2009 to today's staggering 38 billion US dollars. But it's more than just numbers. Over the past decade, Singles Day has evolved from one day that promotes online shopping exclusively on Alibaba to an e-commerce extravaganza on all platforms across China and even internationally. Singles Day is, uh, like I, is, is kind of like the Olympics for brands and platforms because everyone has the chance to participate and compete. This is Michael Norris, a research and strategy manager at Agency China that specializes in e-commerce and marketing operations for the Chinese market. Um, so when we look at how much Alibaba transacted, it's about 38 uh, billion US dollars. Uh, JD, it's uh, uh, one of the other competitors, uh, clocked in around 29 billion. And so the overall take of the event was somewhere around 58, 60 billion. And, and what that suggests is that it's very much not the Alibaba show. Um, they are the biggest player and the most notable player, but it extends far beyond them. Apparently, Singles Day is no longer just for singles, nor does it belong solely to Alibaba. On top of that, it's not even just about sales. So if you think of um, like a Prime Day or a Black Friday or a Cyber Monday, the emphasis is on getting great deals at bargain prices, right? When you think of Singles Day, Singles Day started like that. It was a, um, a sales event that was designed for a particular group of people, but over time, it's morphed into what I could best describe as a, um, an e-commerce extravaganza. That extravaganza includes sales, that's one big part of it, but another big part of it is getting more people to buy um, online and get more comfortable with purchasing um, online rather than offline. Besides making the pie bigger, just imagine the amount of data generated on this single day. At its peak, the cloud system of Alibaba alone had to deal with more than half a million orders per second. That data helps platforms and shops better understand shopping trends and their customers, which in turn guides their future strategy. But it's worth noting that in China, Singles Day is not a unique concept. It has been so successful that merchants have taken to creating more shopping days throughout the year. There's a lot through the year now, like uh, 618, which happens on the, uh, the 18th of June. There's also 99, uh, which happens on the 9th of September. There's double 12 set for uh, December 12th. So there's a whole bunch of these events which on the surface, they look like sales events, but we, really what they're trying to drive is more and more consumption online to groom consumers and bring them over to the benefits of shopping online rather than offline. 
So really, like you've mentioned all of these online shopping festivals, including Singles Day, but really what sets Singles Day apart from festivals such as, uh, like, well, other shopping days, such as Black Friday or Cyber Monday, for example? So when we're talking about the scale of Singles Day, it's, it's important to understand that um, Alibaba alone, uh, the amount that it transacts on that particular day is greater than... Um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and Prime Day combined. So that's the scale piece. Scale is quite different. The second is the length. Even though it's described as singles day, actually pre-sales for this event start in late October. So the amount of time that it stretches is not just um, a, a simple case of one weekend. Um, there are a number of events in the lead up to it, which means that consumers have already parted with some or all of their dollars and they complete the transaction or the transaction is actually counted on that um, single stay, which gives that big pop in the amount of GMV. That's the amount of money that's transacted through the platform. And then the last thing to note, I guess, is that um, the way in which single stay is moving now is not just uh, constrained, I guess, to these e-commerce platforms. Um, because uh, it's a whole of country event. What we're seeing is we're seeing it be recognized offline. So, for instance, Uniqlo has its uh, uh, single day specials online, but they also start a single day in store three days ahead of the actual single day. So they've um, got the events happening in their offline stores and also happening across different categories. So if you were to shop on Hema, uh, which is the uh, the Alibaba supermarket, you would be able to avail yourself of, uh, of Singles Day's uh, discounts. And the same if you were to order from the Alibaba-affiliated Ulama, which is, uh, I guess, their equivalent of Uber Eats. Uh, you would also be able to take advantage of Singles Day special offers. So it's not just on the goods themselves, but it also applies to um, goods in the whole ecosystem. And, and, uh, and it's not just things that you can buy. It can be things that you... Um, that you eat, it could be travel, etc. So really, it's a whole of internet and increasingly a more of the real economy sales event. But maybe there's one more thing that distinguishes Singles Day from other shopping festivals. And that is how entertainment is combined with e-commerce. Every year, Alibaba hosts an extravagant gala, inviting all sorts of celebrities to promote the countdown in the hours leading up to midnight. This year, Taylor Swift performed three songs at the gala. Thank you so much for having us. Have a great night. You're amazing. Thank you so much. And of course, it's never just a show. So in the, uh, the Singles Day Gala itself, if you see something that you like the look of, there are specific uh, queues in which you can uh, purchase the items that you see on screen, going all the way to, I guess, uh, the very Chinese fascination with um, getting uh, hongbao, these sort of red packets that enable you to uh, have enjoy even steeper discounts. So that whole... That, that it's very much a, um, uh, a fusion of entertainment and retail. And here I think um, it's important to point out that it's all carried out on mobile as opposed to uh, perhaps my parents when they avail the, themselves of, uh, of, a, uh, of a 
uh, a Cyber Monday or a Black Friday sale where they jump on the PC. So it's that combination of entertainment and retail plus the mobile first nature of it, which probably gives you some of the biggest differences. The influence of Singles Day has gone beyond the borders too. Shops and brands organize live streaming events in various languages to sell products to consumers overseas. With Alibaba's acquisition of e-commerce companies outside of China, such as Lazada, it is gradually exporting the festival to the rest of the world. And also one kind of like a final question. Why do you think e-commerce seems to be so hugely popular in China as compared to other countries in the world like the U.S.? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, uh, when you look at, I guess, the size of China e-commerce, it's almost uh, it's almost uh, a quarter of China's retail sales. Where in the U.S., it's about nine to ten percent. One of the reasons for the uptake, I think, is that. E-commerce does something which is uh, uh, quite wonderful and quite useful in the Chinese context, which is that it eliminates category asymmetry. Now, that's a lot of jargon, but what do I mean here um, is that if I'm in a smaller city and, and sometimes the shops around me don't necessarily have what I want, I can still um, access and avail myself to the best that folks in Beijing, Shanghai, Guangzhou, Shenzhen, the same access that they have to products. I can have two. Whereas in the US or Australia, you kind of know what shopping districts you have to go to. Um, it's not terribly inconvenient. Most capital cities have a range of, uh, I guess, the same stuff. But in China, in some cities, that doesn't quite happen. And then as well, the ability for, uh, I guess, your cross-border e-commerce to allow uh, consumers in China to access the best of products that are from overseas but not, don't necessarily have all the, um, the, the ticks and the regulatory approvals to sell in a general retail context in China. So, in a nutshell, Singles Day has evolved and grown exponentially from its humble beginnings. It's no longer just a day for singles to buy things to make themselves feel better. It's not just about Alibaba, which pioneered the festival. It's not just about sales, it's not just one day, it's not even just about online shopping. And definitely, it has spread beyond China's borders. And that's it for today's episode. We hope we've given you a glimpse into how consumption patterns are changing in China. If you've enjoyed this podcast, subscribe to us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, basically wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you'd like to read more tech stories happening on this side of the world, head to scmp.com tech. Our producer and editor is Yang Yang. And see you in two weeks.